Welcome, everybody, to episode 202 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends each bring three topics that we'll bat around for some length of time. You should We've got to come up with a tagline. <laughs> if you <laughs> listen to the show, if you're one of the one third of the audience is still with us after the hiatus and now the three week break brought to you by a ditch witch. Please help us with a tagline. We, we are got, adrift. We have, I thought that was pretty good. No, you did fine. There's no, it doesn't, but it, we had an identity. We did. Well, and it's our, gone. Uh, well, it's okay. People are, people get it. We're, it's, this is a time of, it's a time of transition. I think they're ready to, they're ready to, they're ready to work it out with us. Anyway, you should follow us at two on three pod on Twitter and you can send us email at Hello. at two on three pod dot com you know how much we love to hear from you i'm chris and you can find me celebrating amphibious sports stars at cd villasenor on twitter and with me is ty can you also go left or right athletically yes uh specifically when eating sugar because i'm ambidextrous <laughs> we the told that joke jokes. before that yeah it was before the hiatus that yeah was, uh... the dad jokes come early that's right anyway i never i never uh i never pass up a chance on twitter to use the He's amphibious when they have a left, they have this like, uh, they had this article about this kid who can throw 90 miles an hour plus left or right handed, like gift by God. Of course, you know, you jump in with the, Hey, he's amphibious. And then, you know, somebody's like, I think you mean ambidextrous. Oh, no shit. <laughs> you can't be sarcastic on the internet. But you have fun. to assume you're going to get the, the, the person's going to join the mentions and correct you. Right. It's it's amazing. Where can we find you on social media? Oh, I suppose I'm on Twitter at S-E-A-T-J-K. Not, le- not leaving. Not leaving, <laughs> like I said. We'll see. I mean, whatever. We're going to talk a little bit about this. It's going to feel dated now because I feel like it's too much time has passed. But as I started yeah. to think about it, I still have plenty to get off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help you process this whole bit. But like like we said, this it's a new new old. It's the old traditional but new concept of the show. We're going to jump in with a bunch of topics, and we're just going to bat these around. And hopefully, you'll find it entertaining, which I think you will. Because this week, I've got Tales of Junior Golf, which we always love. Because this is where I get to put people on blast. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about Swiss people who don't know who American people are. And I'm going to talk about being you know, a homeowner who's been harassed by a local sport. Um, Ty's going to bring Elon into this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> which I have been enjoying. I have been enjoying how many different ways you can come up with referring to him in your in your tweets. I'm um, not going to write his name properly because I don't <laughs> need the weird nerds in my life. <laughs> There's plenty of weird nerds in your life already. <laughs> we just don't need more. Myself nerds. chief among them. I, I, yeah, I don't need additional weird nerds. I'm, I'm very I'm very interested in uh, your take on burritos. Okay. And, uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about. You know, Seattle street violence. Which, <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't we? I mean, it's just the thing. Dad jokes of the week, which again, everyone loves. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're back to it. We're sticking to it. Um, and then, uh, you know, whatever. We're, if there's something. No, we we're doing the up, April who knew. We're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. Who knew? Yeah. All right. We're doing the I who knew. I set up the drop and everything. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so shitty at the who knew. I know nothing about the who knew. So can I start by like just completely throwing the 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 rundown out the window and talking about how ridiculous my quest for internet was? <laughs> yeah, or is that no, too boring? No, no, no. I was gonna I was gonna come back to that because again we were. It's funny because we start this whole thing. We're on a biweekly now, and um, and uh, semi monthly, 
Yeah. <laughs> Bi-weekly. <laughs> Who knows? Um, and then Bi-monthly, get... though, because it's also twice a month. No, no. Bi-monthly is every other month. It means both. <laughs> <laughs> literally. It literally it, means it both. Literally means both. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so we, we're queued up. It's like, okay, hey, we're going to do this thing. It's like, okay, we, we did our first episode. Here it is. Two weeks later, we're going to do this again. And then, and then, and then construction woes aplenty. Yeah. So I bought an EV, right? A few months back. Mm. And part of that, we already had this plan to do this electrical upgrade, our electricity. There's no gas in this house. It's just electricity. And then we lean on the panel and the panel hates us. Right. So the panels need to be replaced since the day we moved in. But long story short, we're having the, the utility trench dug. And I have a vague idea where the fiber line comes into the backyard. Like, cause I remember when they buried it and I know that it's at risk, but we get to this point in the digging and we haven't hit it yet. And I'm like, all right, we're good. Like we're past the point where I think it is. I'm like, and he's like, well, I'm going to dig about three more feet here. And I'm kind of like in my mind going, Hey, if you just stop, I think we're good. And I don't know that I want to bring it all the way back to this area you're talking about. It might be good right where it's at, but I decide, you know what? He's out here with the thing. Let's just get it all the way dug. If I don't need it, I'll fill it in. And it's in that last three feet of digging <laughs> that he hits the fiber line to my house. And you know, we both, my wife and I both work from here. And it just threw our lives into a tailspin for that afternoon. Uh, so really right off the bat, I am feeling very stupid, right? Like I could have stopped this from happening. I considered stopping it from happening and yet it happened anyway. So I call the, um, well, actually he calls the fiber company. He's like, all right, well, they, they can't get out here till tomorrow, but they say they're going to come out and bring a line crew. I'm like, okay. So they come Thursday afternoon. I see these guys pull in the driveway. Um, I don't, uh, I can't get out there. Like they come and they're, they're gone in, in just a moment. Right. Cause I'm, I'm still struggling to like work on my phone as a hotspot and, and it's a pain in the ass. They leave and I finally get out there and he's still here the contractor. And I'm like, Hey, so what'd they say? And he's like, Oh, they couldn't fix it. So they're going to have to run a new line. And I was like, but then they just left. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And so I finally called them my, the company myself. They tell me, Oh, our, our crew said it's irreparable. They got to run a new line. And I'm like, okay, when? And they're like, oh, next Wednesday. <laughs> like, so a week from now, I'm like, that is not going to work. So now it's late Thursday afternoon. So it's been just about 24 hours. I call Xfinity and I'm like, hey, uh, can, you know, can, can I get new internet service? And they're like, uh, let me see where you're at. Well, well, yeah, it works. Great. Come, if you come get the equipment from the shop or from the, you know, the Xfinity store, plug it in, you'd be right up. I do that, run over there. It's like t maybe 15 minutes from here buzz back home, plug it in. It doesn't sync up, right? The router won't connect. Right. Um, I, I, I'm like, I, I try all the things I know how to do, which is a lot. <laughs> sure. I spend a lot of time isolating cables outside and like making sure that the, the run is clean. And I just, it, it won't sync. There's nothing I can do. So I set up a tech appointment. They can't come till Saturday. So now Friday night goes by and the kids are really whining now, right? <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> this is like three days without internet now. They're, oh my gosh. Like, things, are, things are starting to unravel. And they literally have never lived in a world where there wasn't access to the internet. <laughs> it's like I mean, we've gone on like trips. Yeah, we've gone on like some trips where like we were in like a cabin for a couple of days, but they were younger and like the t you know just movies was fine. But they've mm -hmm. never like lived at home where there just wasn't high speed internet at all times. By the way, the sidebar isn't that a little frightening? Like the it's the, it, the, uh, it's of concern. <laughs> it's of okay. Concern. The amount of like. The fact that I still couldn't like put my phone down, even though I was just like blowing through mobile data, like it really was, it, it was bad. Like it made me feel bad about myself <laughs> and everything about. <laughs> anyway, 
So Saturday afternoon, the Xfinity tech comes. He can't get the lineup either. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, all the signals are good in your house. Let me go to the pole. He's like, signals good to the pole. That means the wire underground screwed. So you're like, there's nothing I can do. I was like, can we run a temp line? He's like, well, I'd have to cross the road. I'm like, can you show me where the hookup is and then leave? <laughs> like, how about you don't do anything? You just tell me where you would connect the coax and I <laughs> maybe have some in my house and I run, run it. He's like, mm, no. So he, he, and then he, he says, I'll order a line drop for this two weeks, two months. We don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> so now I'm on the phone with T-Mobile. and I'm like, I need a 5G hotspot, right? Those ones they're advertising all the time. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, okay, well, I'm like, can I go to the store and get one? He's like, no, they won't have it. And I'm like, well, can you get it to me tomorrow? It's now Saturday afternoon. He's like, yeah, sure. Um, but you got to pay for the, the shipping if we're going to ship it to you tomorrow. Fine. So then I do so. And then I'm waiting all day. We're at the house. I'm in the backyard. None of my, um, none of my cameras work because they're all connected to the internet. Sure. So guess what? My phone rings and it's like, uh, we, we, you missed the delivery because no one was there to sign. Because, you know, the doorbell didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> my damn connected house. My, my, yes. <laughs> things are falling apart. Things are. So, things... yeah. At that point, I log into uh, AT&T Mobile and change my data plan to unlimited. And I was living along with a hotspot until um, like manna from heaven and the line crew from uh, the fiber company came back and threw a temp line like over my fence and over the patio, like just uh-huh. laid one down. They're like, do you want us to run something? I'm like, yes, immediately. Anything. Yes. And that was Monday. So that was two days earlier than I thought I was going to get any kind of access. So, so now you've got a drape line across the backyard, but that's correct. That's, There's that's just, just a cord. That's just, <laughs> <laughs> that's just how we're living. It's like green acres out there. They just, there like, is a cord. <laughs> it's coming out of a green box in the ditch. It goes over the fence, over the patio and plug it into the termination point. Listen, on the side of the house. listen, this is a beggars cannot be choosers situation. And I get it. And it works. It and, works. And they will come make it pretty later. But well, and now I'm experiencing like all the Xfinity, like upgraded customer service experience where like, uh-huh. apparently we're like, oh, they've gotten a lot better. Apparently they have, except now they think that I have access and they keep sending me emails like, eh, you should rate this. And are you enjoying your Xfinity? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not. Come fix it. Because at this point I'm going to let them run that line. Right. Why would I not yeah. let them come fix that infrastructure? Yeah. Um, and then probably just let it be and have the backup line and, and matter of fact probably run two apps and run entertainment on one of them and all my business stuff on the other one so that way i don't have to be overtaxing it when i i might need to be really pulling data might as well we'll see there it is so that's the glass half full part first world problems chris <laughs> you know it is i mean it's it, i mean it's just like your water going out or your, your your sewer backing up and you can't go to the bathroom i mean it's like it has it impacts more than just like hey I mean, you work at home with like, it's a little more than that. I mean, it's internet is definitely, definitely entered into the realm of necessary utilities. Yeah. You know, especially if your job (laughs) requires you to have internet access. It's very simple. Yeah. I could get on conference calls. I just couldn't see anything that anyone was showing. So I could like, listen. (laughs) Oh God. Those are the worst. Anyway, let's fire this bad boy up. Should I, I'll, I'll kick us off. All right, I, I thought go. you were going to pause there, so I hit the All whoosh right. button. It's okay. We're, again, we're, we're we're we'll figure this out. The live the live soundboard it changes everything. I have right. to like live produce the show. <laughs> I know that we'll we'll figure it out. We'll get there, everybody. It's fine. So let me start with tales of junior golf. So I have spent my last few weekends um, 
hanging out with my kids while they play junior golf tournaments. This is the spring season, and um, and here we go. So my daughter, who is a pretty good golfer, she ends up playing with this girl, this this other young lady that we know, and she's an up-and-comer. She's a bit of an up-and-comer. My daughter's pretty much who she is at this point. She's like uh-huh, uh-huh. pretty much fully baked. She's like, she's probably, you know, she, shoots, she shot like 78 over then, which is good, which is good uh-huh. golf, but she's pretty much going to shoot like 75 to 80. Like, I mean, she's not, she's not one of those top girls uh, who's going to shoot like even par and all that kind of stuff. So she's sort of fully baked. And this other young lady's an up and comer. Okay. And, and she's known my daughter for a long time. And as an up and comer, I think she's sort of seen my daughter as a little bit of a, like a, a roadblock to her career <laughs> i don't know why she's she's in i think she's invented something in her head with regard to my daughter uh-huh. which makes her extremely insensitive to my daughter like in weird ways like 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 standing too close and doing these things and like she won't stop talking and her father who fought walks along he won't stop talking like there's so much talking going on and then i noticed that she she would like walk in front of my daughter for no reason, like cut her off. Like my daughter would be walking and then she'd like cut across in front of her. And then, and then she does your favorite move. She steps off, she steps off her putts, but she starts with her foot right next to the cup on the side where my daughter's putting. <laughs> like, and, and at one point my daughter is lining up a putt and this girl walks in between her and her ball. And, and so I've had somebody do that to me. I'm like, I'm going to hit you with the sputter. Right. Yeah. So my daughter is not confrontational. She's not, she's, she's, she's a nice kid. And, and you're not supposed to talk to your golfer like on the, on, in this, in this format as a spectator. But I had to make sure that she was like walking like fairly near me off the green as I was walking on the cart path. And of course I don't look at her when I talk. So if, if you looked at us from across the <laughs> fairways, you wouldn't know that I was talking to her. You're so meeting usually, her in secret so the CIA doesn't find out. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So I'll look ahead and mm-hmm. I'll look down a little bit and I will talk to her as she walks like 10 feet to my right. And I said, under no circumstances are you to let that fucking girl walk between you and your ball ever again. <laughs> no. The answer is no. Do not. Do not. If you have to stand on top of your ball, do it. Because... <laughs> I had, I've had enough of this. I've, I've absolutely had enough of it. Like, like, and you know me, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty tame guy, but after like a dozen holes of this bullshit, I was just like, I was, I was ready to scream at people. I was ready to scream at her dad. I was ready to scream at her. I was ready to scream at whomever was walking past me. I'm surprised you didn't talk to her dad. Cause I I don't think that I would have been able to hold hold it back. This guy's not that kind of guy you want. This guy, you don't, you don't. No, I'm not saying it'd be constructive. No, and but I'm like, what? Impossible. What are you doing here? Even if I was trying to be constructive, it would not have been constructive. With this right, guy. right. Like it's it's impossible. Like, well, that's why you might as well just tell me shit. Like, <laughs> hey, I see what you're doing. Right, it's and like, you're a piece of crap. Right. It's like get your daughter away from my daughter. I don't know what her fucking hangup is, but make her, she should walk far away from my daughter because I've had enough of it. It's a horse shit. 
It makes me wonder if she like read some sort of like book on how to be an asshole. Right. Maybe like I'm sure there's some like gamesmanship book out there written by some jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Reed. <laughs> Golf my way by Patrick Reed. Yeah. <laughs> like how to be you know, how to be an asshole in the course and make other people play worse. Like right. I yeah, don't yeah. know whatever whatever literature this young lady is reading, she needs to read some different shit because um because I'm not having it. If if you know, if they have, if they get, pa- and, you know, they may get paired up again down the lo- line and, you know, and, uh, and if I see that shit going on, man, I'm going to pop. Like, it's just like, I, I, well, this is what you got to say to the guy. You're like, did you teach your daughter this shitty etiquette or is this just like something she comes to on her own? It's <laughs> so like, a, is it always like this or is it like a special occasion? Right. Seriously. But anyway, the, the walking off, the walking off your, your putt from the hole with your foot next to the hole, like starting with your foot, like two inches from the cup is some serious fucking bullshit. I specifically, when I do it, stay four or five feet away from the cup. Like it's just a rough idea of distance. I'm not, it's, I know. I just, I, and again, for me, I'm easygoing. I don't want to cause a problem. I'm not, Mm -hmm. you know, I generally cause a problem, Chris. (laughs) I might have to cause a problem. You might, you, I might be banned. Like if, you know, it's one of those deals you're like, in your brain, you're doing that calculus. Like, what if I get banned from this forever? <laughs> like, what, what would happen? I still have a son who needs to play these tournaments later on. And so I don't want to be banned for life now. But. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can, I, I, you can, I think, just say, are you teaching your daughter to have poor etiquette? If you're not, then you need to speak to her about it. And whether or not he takes it well or not isn't any, it, it, you just no. like it. It's it's immaterial, right? It's like, look, I'm sitting here watching these rounds. You and I both know that if you and I were playing and you were doing that to me, we'd be having words. So don't right. act like this is innocent because you know it's not. Right. Probably comes from him anyway. Yeah, I mean, and then and most then next kids that are know, assholes have assholes for parents. Next so. thing you know, we're wrestling in the bunkers. Well, you right? don't just no, just give him the Don Zimmer. Let him charge you. And just, <laughs> just grab him by the head. And just, yeah, and just away. Get on the ground, man. Get away from me. <laughs> It might have to happen. Anyway, that is, that's Tales of Junior Golf. Always my favorite. Yes, Ty. So, you, your turn. (laughs) (laughs) How's that for hosting? That's a pro transition. (laughs) It has been a while. It's been a minute since I've done this. It's true. It was tough. Remember I told you I was nervous last time we did it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We're just going to have a good time. Um, I don't know. I mean, remember when Elon Musk called a rescue diver who was in the process of saving 12 children a pedo on the internet? (laughs) Because the guy told him his child-sized submarine idea wasn't a good one? I mean... (laughs) Remember when Elon pretended to send ventilators to hospitals at the beginning of the pandemic? I mean... I just, I, th- this is what we're doing now. We can't just have a place. Like it's gotta be, I don't know. And there's, you know, and I know there's probably even people that listen to this podcast are like, well, you should be able to say whatever you want and, uh, and not get banned for it. And I'm like, well, there's a TOS, there's a terms of service to the, and, and I wish they enforced it, you know, consistently, right. It'd be a lot easier to hang your hat on saying, well, you may not like it, but it's the same for everyone, but it's Twitter, clearly twi- Twitter has always been like, this hell site that we, what we like scourge ourselves with. Like, like yeah. there's, there's many parts of it that are entertaining and fun and the interactions are entertaining and fun. And then 
there's this whole, the flip side of it is just awful. Like it's the worst parts of humanity that we subject ourselves to on a daily basis. It's like, I want to just tweet like every once in a while, just like this tweet because I'm having a hard time falling asleep and the dopamine will help. (laughs) Right. I need the hit. Yeah, Yeah. Just, I need some balance here. I'm addicted. I'm addicted to this stupid thing. I mean, but there's truth to that, right? And you know, I mean, is there a thing that I hate worse in the world? You've known me for a long time than fucking hypocrisy. Like (laughs) I can't handle it. Right. It gives me apoplexy. And I mean, I remember when Elon tried to silence a Tesla whistleblower by calling the police on him and claiming he was going to shoot up the factory. (laughs) Yes. We all remember this. I mean, this is the thing about being a high level public figure in the age of the internet, right? There's no, no one's clean. Everyone's covered in shit. I mean, it just, you show up and you do what you do, you know, Hey, you want to kick down $44 billion for this thing? Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't need to know what your reasons are. Cause to be honest, like if I, if, if I had to walk away from it tomorrow, I'd walk away from it tomorrow and it would be fine. Oh I yeah. Mean, like if you started telling me I had to pay for it. Oh yeah. No. Goodbye. No. Right. Absolutely not. I'd find something, I'd find something else to do. I mean, so these, this you whole send me into the arms of the Apple news feed, Elon. <laughs> don't do it. Jesus Christ. Not, <laughs> don't send me there <laughs> anywhere, but there I'll, I'll end up on the Seattle times news, uh, reader, uh, comment section. <laughs> <laughs> like we which used is, to be, which is the only place maybe worse than Twitter. If you actually read, if you actually read any of that, but the uh, fact of the matter is, you know what? Do your thing. I don't care what your reasons are. I mean, you could you can say, "Hey, I'm doing it to free up speech or whatever we're doing here." I whatever. I don't care. It's you know, I use it for very. I you know, I've curated my my feed to where it like you know, it's the stuff that I enjoy. I don't take it particularly seriously, and um, and whatever he does, he does. I don't, I don't care. But but you're right about the whole legion of elon like you know six super weird right super weird just sort of the really they're all about it a little too much like a lot too much really like it's the whole thing is i hope he sees this bro and in this case he might (laughs) right right that's kind of the thing i really feel like he spent 44 billion dollars on attention because he he feels bad (laughs) like I don't know. The more you read about the deal, the less it seems likely to close. Who knows? Because now he's like pulled in what twelve other investors, and yeah. I don't know how like a guy like Mark Andreessen can be on the Facebook board. Who, by the way, I'd followed on Twitter for a long time and has recently turned into a big piece of shit. Also, <laughs> I mean, uh, clearly it has always been one, but like has right. now decided he's empowered to like say all kinds of wild shit. And it's like, just like I unfollowed him. I was like, I can't. I don't want to see this. Yeah, good. That's what I, that's I followed what you yeah. about. Right. I followed him because I wanted to like watch his investment portfolio. Like I was oh. like, what is, what is the company interested in? I'm, I'm curious, right? I like to keep tabs on the tech news. Mm. I don't know. Remember when Elon was photographed with Ghislaine <laughs> Maxwell? <laughs> Do you remember when Elon tried to buy ICBMs from Russia when he was starting SpaceX? <laughs> There's a, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I, you know, just billionaires, just billionaire shit going around. I just didn't think there'd be so many, you know, the Lex Luthor becoming president thing, way more realistic than I ever thought when I was a young kid. I was like, no, how would Lex Luthor ever be the president? Nobody would want, like, he's clearly, like, a jerk and crazy. Right. But what we don't realize in the DC universe is that there's a bunch of people who really hate Superman. Like, are like, fucking that alien guy who, like, 
saved all those kids from a bus falling over a bridge. Like he's dangerous. <laughs> I mean, he, he is dangerous, <laughs> yeah, but he, he, he generally acts in the best, in the benefit of humankind. For the he doesn't part. want to, though. <laughs> that's the whole point of the comic, right? Though that's why Superman sucks as a superhero. If the interesting part's not him being a, a superhero, right? The interesting part is him not wanting to be a superhero, just like wanting to be Clark, right? Like normal yeah. guy all the yeah. time. Anyway, well, well, here's the sad part. Here's the sad part about this whole thing about all this Elon Musk outrage is no one's dumping their Teslas for cheap. I was, I was, I was hoping people would get pissed and be like, hell no, I'm not going to own this model X anymore. And then like, put it up like first, like in the, in like a used in the used market for like, you know, 50% off. And then I was going to swoop in and get one, but that ain't happening. So I don't really know what's going on with people. I'm a little confused by the whole, by the whole thing. We hate just, that he owns Twitter, but we love that he that he, he makes electric cars. So other people make electric cars. People, people people are people are still like living in that. Like I hate him, but I love this car, so I'm gonna keep the car. But I'm gonna go on hating him. I was like, dang it, just cut it loose, free your conscience. I'll swoop in and get one. No, that's just the, that's the Amazon corollary. <laughs> right. Like clearly, this is bad, <laughs> and Bezos is not like making. He's not doing anything good. Right. But if I need this thing, it's going to be here tomorrow. So, and I don't have to go anywhere. Right. So, yeah. That's a, that's a deal I can't refuse. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can be bought, and that was the price. Convenience? We'll sell our souls for convenience around here, buddy. Anyway, I just, I mean, I, 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 I just didn't think there would be so many fans of... And I, I just... And also having, like, the richest people in the world having the, have the thinnest skin possible is just... Such a shitty situation. Yeah. yeah. If I was rich, I would not be on Twitter. Yeah. If I had but, billion dollars, my 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 goal would be for you to never know my name. Right. But that's the that's this is the other thing. The people who get to a billion dollars are the people who like will lie, cheat, steal, step on whoever to get another billion dollars. That's wasn't there an incubus song called Megalomania? <laughs> Perhaps I wasn't really yeah. a big incubus fan. Well, you missed out. <laughs> Apparently I did. Uh, any any other bad things to say about you? No, we can save it. I think this will be an ongoing segment. Likely. <laughs> Most likely. All, All right. right. All right. So one of my favorite athletes in the world, Roger Federer, was doing some, uh, was doing some, um, some videos for Switzerland tourism where he would talk to famous people. And he was talking, <laughs> I guess they, they said about to have to talk to Anne Hathaway. Okay. However we feel about Anne Hathaway. She's Should we have feelings about Anne Hathaway? I don't know. She's kind of a tryhard. I kind of, you know, I'm attracted. I don't know. I, I have zero issue. You, what, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm kind of attracted to her. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> oh, you, just you. Just me. <laughs> Whatever. Many others. Anyway, her and Roger Federer are having a conversation, and he says, if you're going to take a road trip through Switzerland, it's like, who's, who'd you like in your car with you? And she names off some people, and then she comes to Dolly Parton. And Roger Federer has no idea who Dolly Parton is. <laughs> like, like zero now you know i mean i guess i get it sure he's a, i mean he's he's from switzerland right maybe maybe he's not a big music fan right well or, when's the last time actually dolly parton was famous for new music <laughs> she wasn't but she's the 90s she's famous for singing i mean like her i mean i mean she's a celebrity i mean her celebrity transcends that but it's it's hard to imagine that someone who has as much interaction with 
America as Roger Federer has had over his career. I mean, you know, he spent quite a bit of time in America. I it's hard. It was hard for me to believe that that uh, he did not know who Dolly Parton was. Like he had no, he had absolutely no clue. Of course, uh, Anne Hathaway is like flabbergasted about this, um, which I don't blame her. But it's it's a little bit surprising. Um, but then I thought to myself, well, how many famous people from Switzerland do I know? So I'm going to give you, I'm going to let you, Fetter. I'm going to let you try to name as many famous <laughs> Swiss people <laughs> as you possibly can. I can't even tell you the difference between like people from Switzerland <laughs> or like Sweden. I don't know. <laughs> See, like, so now that's exactly what I did. So I had to look it up. I said, okay, I got to f- figure out who the famous people from Switzerland are. So here we are. Roger Federer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. um, um, Martina Hingis. Martina Hingis. Yes, tennis has given us two famous people. Yeah. Uh, C- Carl Jung, the, uh, the oh yes, very famous, the, the father <laughs> of analytical psychology. Um, no one see. knows who that is. It's not a famous person. <laughs> right? Doesn't no, count. Carl, Carl Jung is famous. Come on. Um, um let's I see. Got, nothing. Like at least, I got, like, I got literally I got nothing. <laughs> like uh, Jean Jacques Rousseau. It's like I. Philosopher. A lot, apparently, there's a lot of philosophers here. Euler, Leonard, Lenhard Euler was a physicist, mathematician. I don't know. Can I come up with like a soccer player? <laughs> there might be. There might be. Um. Yeah. 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 There's definitely. Uh. Ivan Radich. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, there's nobody. H.R. Geiger. H.R. Geiger was was uh, was um. Oh, Rakitic. You mean? Rakitic is that all right? Now who you're talking about? I know you're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I know who Rakitic is. I actually didn't know he was Swiss. Oh. <laughs> I mean, the, I assumed he was Croatian, or the his name ends in an itch. Yeah, the 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 guy that it, it, I'm not saying it's aliens. It's aliens guy. He is Giorgio Suklos is <laughs> yeah. Swiss. Yeah, he's, he's how born, can your name be Giorgio Suklos? <laughs> he was born in Switzerland. So okay, there you go. These are your famous Swiss people. So, so. Credit to Roger Federer for not not under not knowing any fate like one of our what I would consider top tier famous people in the United States of America. But I don't know any famous Swiss people other than him and and uh, and now a few and now a few others. But uh, Dolly is actually not famous. She's an icon. Yeah, like I, a, I I think a lot of young people probably wouldn't know exactly why she was famous at this point. They just, yeah. yeah, they see her in the news. She does all kinds of great stuff. We love Dolly right. Parton here in America. We love her. People love Dolly. I love Dolly. Um, but like, again, cre- <laughs> poor, poor Switzerland. We're, we're grasping, as Americans, we're grasping at straws a little bit about your famous people. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Bernoulli. The Bernoulli effect. <laughs> Bernoulli <Swiss>. principle. Yeah. <laughs> Things wouldn't float if it wasn't for Bernoulli. So you have to. Well, I think it would be happening in spite of it. We... <laughs> no, no. Things wouldn't happen. <laughs> Oh, Things wouldn't it. float if not for Bernoulli. Great. And so the gravity didn't actually happen until the Newton. apple fell on Newton's head? Uh-huh. That's right. Oh, great. God. We were just yeah. floating around. Until we... <laughs> okay. That's right. Exactly. That's how science works. We'll figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. I just have a question for you. You bet. So as I've gotten older, I've like... I don't think it has anything to do with getting old. I just, as I, as I live my life, I guess, through the course of my life, I have, you know, created some unique ways to, to consume foods that are maybe not the standard way. And I find that when I eat a burrito these days, I prefer to give it open heart surgery. Basically, I like to eat it like a baked potato. 
I take a, like a steak knife and a uh-huh. fork and uh-huh. slice it down the center uh-huh. and then vivisect it. And then, you know, I like to put the, um, the, the, the sauce or the guac or the, or the sour cream or what have you into the burrito and right into it and like kind of stir it up and like eat a, it. Like a boat. Like you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a terrific idea. I mean, my, my burrito preference personally is the dryer burrito that's wrapped in the foil or whatever, the peel and eat. Okay, sure. So I'm a peel and eat guy, but I usually take the whatever sauce they give me and like drip it into the like, and then like you layer some on and then you eat that layer, then you peel that's, the burrito. That's the to-go method. Yeah, that's it. But when you but get I'm the, like, if I'm going to sit down at a table. Like the big wet burrito, the big one that where you get the, yeah. the, the one yeah. that you, <laughs> They call them wet burritos. I know. It's just not, it's impossible not to laugh when you say wet burrito. It's just, it's. You like a wet burrito? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Remember when Elon assaulted that guy with a wet burrito? <laughs> no, I like that idea, except you take away the, I mean, it's sort of, I like to coat the top of it. Sure. And then just. You can still then, do that. And then knife and fork it. But I think I, I think I like your idea of. Of vivisecting it and then creating a, the the burrito baked potato. Well, and then like at the end, if there's tortilla left and I don't want to eat it all, it's fine. It's easier to like have not eaten the tortilla. I mean, I, I always eat it all, but if I wanted to not eat it all, I could stop. <laughs> if you want to have a lower carb experience by leaving some tortilla behind. I just prefer the tortilla like almost by itself with just like the remnants. I don't actually want it as the conveyance for the food. I enjoy the food inside itself. Anyway, I, th- I think this is probably weird, and people are going to think it's weird. Um, <laughs> but you should try it. Vivisection have a section with your burritos. I like it. What's your What's your burrito of choice? What's your weapon? What, what, when you go to your uh, favorite Mexican place, um, what do you uh, What do you like? It really depends on the place because if they do the pork well, then I'm getting the pork. Mm. But probably, uh, and then I mean, also the chicken is only good if they do it if it's like it's stringy or dry. I'm not into that either. So, right. uh, you know, carne asada is a safe bet. Carne asada is always a safe bet. I like the, uh, my, my local place makes the steak fajita burrito, mm-hmm. which is, I like because I like fajitas, but I don't want to go through all the trouble of making my own fajita all the time. Sure. Like, because you never can balance the amount of ingredients. And then you're always like, you're short of, you know, you're short of tortilla. And it's like, it's just a big pain in the ass. Yes. But now they just take all the fajita stuff and put it inside the burrito. Yeah. You can get a, um, like a carne asada burrito fajita style. From numerous places, which is yeah. just put peppers and onions inside of it with it. Yeah, that's what I like to rock. That's my that's my choice. I also like to take an entire quarter of a pizza and just <laughs> fold it in half. Now, folding pizza is not new. Don't get me wrong. A giant New York slice folded, of course. Mm-hmm. But I'm like taking it to the next level where I'm literally eating it like a hot sandwich. Like it's almost calzone. Calzone. Yeah, you've made your own calzone. It's an unsealed calzone you've yeah. made for yourself. Yeah. And then for the leftovers, I will take it and like... like so it's on the go. I will fold the remaining quarters into sandwiches. Essentially, they're just sandwiches, meat sandwiches. There's no cheese on my pizza, right? Because, you know, right, you can't have my it. life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me, I bought my son pizza at the Costco the other day. And he, he took one bite and said, there's too much cheese on this pizza. I'm like, yeah, you can't have too much cheese on your cheese pizza, you idiot. What a complaint. <laughs> What a complaint that is. That's a special fucking complaint right there. It's like, I looked at him. Like, what? She eat the damn pizza. It cost me, it cost me $2. Eat the goddamn pizza. Well, listen, do you have any like food habits that are, you think are off the beaten path? 
No, you want to so share? As a as a Filipino, we come from I come from a long line and culture of food mixers. Mm-hmm. Like we mix everything. That's just how Filipino food works. So like if it ends up on your plate, you just end up mixing it all together, like regardless. So it's so I come from a long line of food mixing and some people like look at me when I'm doing it like it, with all food. So I'll I'll be mixing something up and people will be like, "What are you doing?" It's like, "Oh yeah, I'm Filipino." So we've <laughs> we're food mixers. <laughs> Who doesn't like to I mean, that's I I I think a meal is all about finding the two things you can put on the fork together. Right, but there's some people, but you know, again, just I don't. You make it sound really when you say it like that. You make it sound super unappetizing. It sounds like you're stirring it up on your plate, which is <laughs> kind of really... yeah. That's kind of what happens. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, but that's what happens with me. Like eventually, as the meal continues, like the whole thing just becomes whatever's on my plate all becomes one thing. Okay. Yeah. There. All right. So. Tales of local terror. Tales, <laughs> tales of local terror. Boston couple terrorized by golf balls. So, <laughs> the soundboard is going to be the death of me. You say that fam- every time. I know, I know. So this family, uh, the Tensers, they okay. moved into their dream home, which was overlooking a golf course. Mm-hmm. I know where eventually, this is going. <laughs> eventually, golf balls start coming into their yard and hitting their house, mm-hmm. which terrorizes them. And they sue, and they win $5 million. <laughs> what? So I, I saw this I saw this article, and I said, well, something. I mean, maybe, what, did the, did the, did the golf course put up a sign that says, please terrorize the Tensers with hook? with hook drives from the 15th, you know, from the 15th, uh, 15th tee box. I don't, yeah. so I don't know. So they were saying they have, they have in the four years they've lived there, they've picked up nearly 700 golf balls off their property. That's a lot. It's a lot, but I play on a golf course all the time. It has houses along it. I mean, and you know, some of those houses are in the strike zone. Like if you know anything about golf and you played any of these courses, you'll know which houses are in the strike zone. Yeah. And and I personally, as a if I was a potential home buyer in that neighborhood, I would look and I would say, Oh shit, this house is in the strike zone. Yeah, maybe don't buy a house on a golf course if you don't know anything about golf. Now, hey, look, you you don't have to I'm sorry, you don't have to know about golf. But you have to know enough about golf to understand where your house is in relation to the golf course. Right. Find a friend who knows about golf. <laughs> right. Did the person who they bought it from, I'm sure they hit it. They were like, I'm sure they, they spent all the time like like cleaning up the siding and fixing up the windows and all these other things and making it look nice. It's like, I don't know. Then they come and they see it or they, the, the realtor shows it to them on a Tuesday morning when there's no golfers around and then they buy it and then they settle in. And then on that Saturday, like it just starts raining Titleist like everywhere. Like just like, fuck what happened? What is this? The thing that gets me about this is the quotes toward the end when you hear from them. And the wife says, honestly, if you have all these houses on a course, I assumed it was safe. (laughs) And then the husband says, should we have looked into chances our house would be hit? Probably. I don't know. We just fell in love with the house. It was our first house. I, it was cheap. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, 
I don't think I would want to live on a golf course unless that was the house was situated in certain areas, right? Right, for sure. Like you and I have probably hit enough houses <laughs> in our golf careers to know where the strike zones are. Like you don't want to be, you know, between two hundred, you know, between one hundred and eighty and two hundred and thirty yards to the right of any <laughs> fairway. <laughs> that one yeah. hole on China Creek. <laughs> That like you can't even see the fairway. All you can yeah. see is the houses. Yeah. That, that one I think about that one all the time. I think I actually cleared those houses and hit it into the street once. <laughs> yes, and you know, again, it's like there's a lot of things that people who live there would do. They might put up a net. Like I see that sometimes. Sure. I actually hit a golf ball into this woman's um, sliding glass door, and I thought it was I I I lit it off. I had the wrong club in my hand. Um, and I thought I had eight iron. I had a six iron in my hand. I lit it off. It was heading straight for a thing. It was flying, and I, and it hits. I mean, it hits the screen, the the sliding glass door, dead center. But boom, like makes this awful sound, and then kicks back like to the edge of the green, <laughs> which made me laugh. But I was like, oh shit! And it's like she's coming outside. So I walk up there, and I was like, she came. She comes outside, and I said, hey, I'm totally sorry. I I apologize. And she said, oh, it's okay. He said, you just scared me. And she said, well, I said, I said, is there any damage? She goes, oh, no, we, we installed shatterproof glass on this side of the, on this side of the house years ago. Like, yeah. you, you can't, you can't shatter this glass with a golf ball. I'm like, you're Good. smart. I said, you're very smart. And I apologize. And she was totally cool about it. But um, obviously these people are not. <laughs> But but to their credit, I guess they got awarded five million dollars for this uh, for for their for their for their pain and suffering. That doesn't and, make any sense. And they have seven hundred like new golf balls. <laughs> so I don't know. You could just you could have your kids go like back you know onto the street and uh, you know sell the sell bags of golf balls for you know twenty bucks a piece. Go uh, have them post up just on the edge of the fairway out there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You want this back? <laughs> you want this back, fucker? Cost you a finger. <laughs> it it does remind me of this um, TikTok account where so this there's a there are these people who live in a similar place and people will hit golf balls into their backyard and when someone hits a golf ball into the backyard this person's dad will go out and lay down in the yard. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen that video. Yeah. <laughs> and when the person comes up, they're like, oh shit! Like, He's like rubbing go- the back of his head. <laughs> Yes. So anyway, oh, they're five million dollars richer. They're five million dollars richer, and then they said, "Why don't they just sell the place and be done with it?" And she says, "We're not going to give this to another family. We we're we're." (laughs) She likes it. She likes the victim complex. She did. She's she's soaking it up. Again, this photo of them. We'll publish it on the feed. The photo of them is absurd. (laughs) The sad face with the big tub of golf balls thing is right. It's a who who could have known. Give me a give me a break, people. Anyway, they won. Oh, damn it. Thought I got you perfectly. I thought you were gonna wrap it up. <laughs> so to wrap up uh our, our segments, um there was recently an uh, an episode in Pike Place Market, which I have thought for many years should be foot traffic only. Like deliveries until like, you know, nine AM, right? And then no more traffic after like nine AM. Can't drive down there. You can't park down there anyway. I mean you haven't been able to drive through there during the day. It takes 20 minutes to go uh, 200 feet. You'd be insane to drive your car into into Pike Place Market through that street. 
I have have I I was, I've only done it looking for parking when I'm trying to get from one place to another, not to actually expect to park on that street, mm-hmm. but like when you're trying to get, you know, there's certain areas there where you can park. Yeah, you go and, down one street by the Sur La Table, and then you like hang yeah. a right, and then you try yeah. to get up the other street. But we're talking like, I mean, eight years ago was the last time I tried to do that. <laughs> I would not. There's no chance I would try now. <laughs> Never. But the reason I brought this up is not because, I mean, there was people had a road rage incident, which is really funny because it, I, who, I don't know how you can have a road rage incident if you're down there. Like the whole thing is a road rage incident. <laughs> um, but somebody would have rear-ended someone. The guy gets out of the car. He's got a hammer. He smashes the window of the car um, that caused the accident. And then apparently drops the hammer because then the person who he, whose car he assaulted was able to recover the hammer and like, redouble attacks on the original t- the original car and then like an additional person joined the fray and somehow a pedestrian got hit and got her leg broken <laughs> but this news story was on like the first time i saw this story was actually on like moments of the local news and uh i was watching the propaganda channel and <laughs> it's 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 funny because i watched the story after um i was going to talk about it on both channels Mm-hmm. And the witness they interview on the not propaganda channel is just kind of here's what I saw and here are the facts. Uh-huh. The witness on the propaganda channel is either really going for it or genuinely traumatized. <laughs> and I thought it was interesting that that's the one they chose because he's the business owner. like, it was it was just really scary. And then we had to give our employees like the rest of the day off of work because you know They're it was just I, yeah they were they were they were they were frightened by these people fighting. And it's like I've seen people fight on the street. I don't ever personally feel like upset by it. It was almost I, as if hundreds of golf balls had landed in their backyard. I had to give them the day off. <laughs> they were terrorized they were terror- by someone else smashing somebody else's car window. I mean, I would I would freak out. I mean, let's be clear. I mean, I'd be like, holy shit. And I'll, I'll share another story here at the end of this. But the um, but yeah, when people start bringing out hammers and smashing each other's cars, I mean, that's some serious shit, right? You're just... You know, you gotta you gotta figure. My first assumption is someone's getting a gun. That's right. Like the second someone smashes someone's car with a hammer, I'm pretty much like it's a coin flip chance that someone's getting shot. So you need to leave immediately. You need to you need to not gawk here. Yeah. You need to like immediately extricate yourself from the from the from the area. Well, and that's really the unfortunate part because now what you've described is a thing that's unique to American culture. Where yeah, you're scared because you don't know when the shooting's gonna start. <laughs> And it, like it's and it's like the odds are high. That is the part that really sucks about it. I can understand being like, yeah, I was freaked out because, hey, I thought these guys might start shooting at each other, and it was right. really intense. But you know, I mean, it, I just was laughing at this. I, I, maybe it's insensitive of me, but this this gentleman on the news as the eyewitness is really, he's really upset. He's very emotional about having seen <laughs> such a violent act. But yeah. it reminds me, have you seen the video of, from Portland a couple of years ago where the guy gets out with the sword and the guy immediately pops his trunk and he doesn't understand what's going on and then all of a sudden like the trunk guy's got a, uh, like a large automatic weapon in his hand? Right. <laughs> it's like, mm, yeah. That's what you're talking about. That's what I'm talking about. It's yeah. like, you, you can't, like road rage, the second you decide to engage in like real deal road rage, not like I gave you the finger or I honked right. at you. Like the second you start to engage in real deal road rage you are you've opened up a can of of the unknown like right everything's in play now right you get out of your car with a hammer like everything's in play yeah you 
if some if someone runs into your car, you might get out. You might say, "Oh, you've run into my car. Let me take a picture of this. <laughs> let me get your <laughs> let me get your information. Let me take a picture of your license plate, and you know, we'll get this all figured out." Like, especially in that area. I mean, and this store owner is is on Pike Place, downtown Seattle. He's seen worse. Let's be clear. <laughs> That's kind of what I was getting at. It's like someone, this doesn't seem like has, that big of a deal. Someone has pooped on his front. On, his, on the front, on his sidewalk in front of his store, like at least in the last day or two, probably, probably, which is probably worse than seeing a guy with a hammer smash in somebody else's windshield. I gotta say, probably. All right, here's my related story. I was shopping at the Costco uh, the other night, and some dude pulls a laptop. You know, he, you know, the display laptops. He pops the thing that sets off the alarm, and then he grabs the laptop. And he decides to make a dash for it through the checkout <laughs> where I am pushing my cart full of Costco gro- with $800,000 of Costco groceries um, out the door. And he and the pizza that's too cheesy. Right. And he's and the guy is busting a move through the I'm like, first of all, my first thought was, dude, just go out the entrance. It's right there. Like, yeah, that's you, the, that the electronics are right inside the door. Right. Why are you running through the checkout? And so he goes, he hits the checkout. It's busy there. So then, you know how when they close the, the lanes, like they usually put a couple of carts there? Yeah. He decides to take a left-hand turn and like mow the carts over with a shoulder block and then stumbles across there. And as he's sort of looking like this other guy is coming toward him, this Costco employee, as he's looking, this other guy like performs a like perfect form tackle and like just <laughs> drops him. I'm like, this is crazy. I said, okay, again, my instinct is here's where the stabbing or the shooting occurs. So I'm there with my wife. I'm like, let's, she's interested. I'm like, let's, let's not get close to this. Let's, let's please let this play out. And, um, and they just, they tackled him. They took the laptop from him and then they sort of kicked him out and he just sort of ran out the door. But that was it. They just let him go. That was it. I mean, come on. It's King County. No one's going to prosecute a guy for, unsuccessfully trying to steal a laptop from Costco, right? It's like, I mean, <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing to be done about this from a from a law standpoint. Yeah. That guy probably is going to sue the uh Costco for tackling him and like hurting his leg or something. It'd be like, that guy that guy form tackled me on the concrete and now my hip hurts. 5 million dollars. Well, he, he, obviously not that smart. There's a lot of places you could steal a laptop from that wouldn't involved like that there's so many people and there's a like let me go somewhere where it's crowded it was a cascade of bad decisions that led that person there but my only thought was in that moment was god do not run toward me (laughs) just don't don't run toward me don't make me have to like trip you or push you away from my wife i mean like you know how you know your wife is there and and if the guy's like running toward me you know i'm just like god i'm too old to have to like i'm gonna hurt myself if i try to like do something here i don't want to i don't want to be involved but that was for a split second before he before he zagged if he had a zigged he might have like ended up like toward me so thankfully he did not and i was just like happy to let him run off with some shitty laptop i hope he tried to pick up a good one i mean i hope he i hope he shopped carefully before choosing the selecting the laptop he wanted to steal doesn't sound like a very well-planned crime. It was not. It was. It was dumb criminals doing dumb things. Oh, we made it through the whole menu once again. See, this is this works. 
This is okay. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but you know what time this is. Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready! <laughs> Dad jokes of the week. <laughs> All right. All right. You ready? You have, you have good ones prepared for us tonight? Yeah. All right. What happened to the blind moil? <laughs> We're starting with Jewish jokes? <laughs> I don't know. He got the sack. <laughs> Why? He's disabled. I mean, you can't fire disabled people. It's probably not a good idea to let a blind person <laughs> chop away at your child's genitals. <laughs> Perform such, such religious acts. Yes. Um, I went to an REM concert back in 92. They're my favorite band, so I wanted to take my photo with them. That's me in the corner. <laughs> Have we told this joke? That sounds super familiar now that I've said it. I think there's another version of that, but that's a good one. In Britain, they call it a lift, but Americans call it an elevator. I guess we're just raised differently. <laughs> what did the cannibal get when he was late to the dinner party? The cold shoulder. <laughs> I like that one. And finally, my wife threatened to leave me if I didn't stop making Star Wars puns. I guess divorce is strong with this one. <laughs> the people yelling, you suck in the boo drop. This has got to be my favorite. I always have to let it go to the use. It, it was me. It was Star Wars Day that everybody yeah, just. That's why I had to pick that one. That's a good one. All right. Here's the one I was working on. Um, where did I write it down? Oh, there it was. I went to a haunted French. Re <laughs> Sorry. I went to a haunted French restaurant, but left because it gave me the crepes. Sure. All right. That's that's like a that's a Disney joke. <laughs> I was I was I was torn between saying I I, I was crepey. No, Is that better no gave me the gave me the crepes. Gave me the. I crepes. went to a I went to a a, a French restaurant for I breakfast. Haunted French restaurant. You said haunted French restaurant. Restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I went to a haunted okay. French restaurant, but left because it for gave brunch. Me you need to you need to add it in there. Oh, because when you oh. say haunted French restaurant, I'm now thinking like foie gras and like. <laughs> Like disgusting French dinner plates. All right. You got to put me All in the right. mind, the mindset of. Got uh, it. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Let's hear new and improved. Okay. I went to a haunted French restaurant for brunch, but left because it gave me the crepes. Winner. <laughs> That's we're here. We're here to work this. We're here to work this shit out. I like it. Now that's right. it for dad jokes of the week, huh? That's it. All right. Well, you know what time it is. Overtime. And as I said, it was the end of April, and you know what that means. Who knew? All right, are you ready? <laughs> you love this. It's your favorite. You it's like my, to be wrong over uh, and over again. It's like my marriage. <laughs> All right. This, this toy from the 1970s was originally designed for medical purposes. What is it? From the 70s? Yes. Um, silly putty. Silly string. What, what Give me half credit. It? I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. There's no context for these answers. <laughs> was it a, was it a, was it, you know, you know, I don't know. What would you use silly string for? Like quick bandage, maybe? I don't know. Is there some sort of like spray on bandage they were trying to develop? Maybe. It reminds me of like when you're doing 
like home improvement and you're like, I have to fill this hole and you just spray that expanding foam in it. <laughs> if you have diarrhea, maybe you just use a silly string instead. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> the average person spends more than $200 a year on this. Toothpaste. Home scents. <laughs> I think we're spending more than that. <laughs> You're spending two hundred dollars a year on no. Yankee candles. <laughs> well, one Yankee candle is like one hundred and thirty-eight dollars. So, did you, did you see that somebody was during the pandemic has been tracking the Yankee candle reviews on Amazon, and it indicates a new wave every time people start posting that the, they don't smell right. Like, like these are, I, this was expensive and it doesn't, it doesn't smell like anything. <laughs> You've got COVID. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> One third of people say they cannot physically do this. Um, squat. Snap their fingers. Hmm. I can't snap my fingers anymore. Really? Because of the arthritis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, know. It's I think I'm getting gout. <laughs> <laughs> Feet fucking hurt. <laughs> like, I could, I could snap, but, like, the pain that I'd have to endure to snap, it'd have to be really important, like, for me to, you know. What if you were in the O'Neaters and you had to record a record? <laughs> I know. I just, Could you snap? I don't know. I Even thinking about it, even just starting to apply the pressure between my middle finger and thumb, like I can feel my hand like saying, please stop. You ever wonder when I say something like that, like what percentage of the people that listen to the podcast immediately understand what O'Neaters means? <laughs> and like what percentage is like, what? What is he saying? <laughs> right. The wonders. Yes. Uh, 56% of us like to brag about this. Penis size. <laughs> a sale we found. I'm definitely guilty of this. Oh, look at this. It's beautiful. Right. I got a, such, a, such a great deal on it. Let me tell you all about it. <laughs> Around 18% of Americans can do this. Um, tap dance. Dry. You think 18% of Americans can <laughs> tap dance? <laughs> Shit. I don't. Can you? Uh, no, but I'm one of the other. I'm one of the other. Uh, you know, one fifth. One fifth <laughs> of the country can tap dance. I love it. Drive a stick shift. Really? That's God. it. When's the last time you drove a stick shift? Uh, a couple of years ago. Um, I used to drive. My daily driver was a stick shift until. Uh, well, I guess it had been like six years now because I've had two cars since then. Mm, yeah, I haven't. I haven't driven a stick shift probably since psh, the nineties. I learned to drive on a, on a stick. So, I mean, if you were bleeding profusely and had to get to the hospital, I think I could probably get you there. I'm 100% uh, sure I can manual. still drive a manual transmission car. <laughs> I always love those memes or like millennial, millennial uh, car protection or whatever. Anti-theft device. And it's just, a oh, picture yeah. of, it's just a picture of a manual transmission. What's that? <laughs> um, eight out of 10 Europeans have one of these, but only one out of every 10 Americans have one. Bidet. A stick shift car. I don't know. They're all about the stick shift for two days in a row here. Jesus. There are 82 of these for every person on earth. 82 of these for every person on earth. Um, people that would make out with you. <laughs> Lego. <laughs> Legos. That's a lot of Legos. Yeah. They'll all up in the, end up in the, the, the floating trash patch eventually. Right. You'll step on half of those as well in the night, in the dark. That's, that's a paddling. <laughs> <laughs> there are 817,000 of these currently in the world. 817,000 of these in the world. That's a really weird. It's really weirdly phrased. You're never going to get it. Okay. What is it? TV shows available to watch. 
I've watched probably 650,000 of those I wouldn't shows. doubt it. Five percent, ten percent of them were about tap dancing, <laughs> right? Twenty percent, actually. Seventeen right. percent <laughs> of Americans say they are very good at this: ping pong, swimming. Seventeen percent of Americans ping pong. <laughs> Listen to the context clues. <laughs> swimming. Most people like good at swimming or able to swim. It says seventeen percent of Americans say they are very good. Very good at swimming. Are you very good at swimming? I was. Now I'm just out of shape. So like, sure. I mean, if I fit, I would right. still be good at swimming. So if you were standing on the ferry and like some kid wandered off the back of the ferry, would you jump in and get that, uh, jump in and save that kid? How cold's the water? It's everyday cold. How far from the dock are we? You're in the middle. No. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't like, you wouldn't like. Not unless I'm you. taking a flotation device with me. Yeah, that's like, what I'm definitely saying. Not. No, you, you take a flotation device. Maybe if I have it. a flotation device, fine. Yes. But if it's like a, like a sick, like a four year old kid who just wanted you, you, you don't go for it. You don't have to hop yourself into there and like save that. We're both kid? dying if I dive in that water. <laughs> you could float. Can you safety float? I don't. I don't know. I'm not like out there trying in 45 degree water. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe you're not the uh, you know 83 percent. Maybe you're part of the 83 percent then. I guess so. 52 percent of people say they do this more as an adult than they did as a child. Brush their teeth. Eat candy. Eat candy. They, they're part- doing it more? Yeah. They eat more candy now than they did when they were a child? Yes. They should stop that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one around to that. stop you. You just do whatever you want. Wow. I don't... Wow. I I don't know if I could eat more candy now than I did when I was a kid, but... It makes me ill, quickly. Yeah. I mean... I'm I like, this is... What's happening? I feel terrible. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, wow. Okay. Yeah, handful of jelly beans and I'm done. Yeah, make better choices, people. The largest one of these in the world is in Texas right now. Right now. Right now. It's in Texas right now. Right now. This very moment. Right now. (laughs) The largest one in the world. The largest. It's a burrito. (laughs) The belt buckle. (laughs) Belt buckle. How big can a belt buckle be? Like before you, before it's just, I mean, like the WWE kind of championship belt, like, is that like the size of that buckle? Like how big? No, I'm sure it's non-functional. Like, is it still a belt buckle if you've just made a giant metal plate? Right. Like if it's like 30 feet wide by, you know, 15 feet high and it's whatever, like attached to the top of the belt buckle store. Is that really a belt buckle? I'd say that was a sign, but if you won Wimbledon, wouldn't you want the women's trophy? Isn't it way cooler than the actual men's trophy? Like the plate? The plate is so much better. Right. Because you can make that into a belt buckle. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You Well, I would absolutely do that. If you won like a bunch of them like Federer, like, and they were, you were in the plate, you're just like, I made this one into a belt buckle. <laughs> I, just, I would. I'd get it mounted onto like the WWE championship belt with like yeah. the little side plaques. Like every time I won it, like the the like one of them would have all the years on it. And then the other one would be like, yeah. Walking around nice. looking like Havoc from the X-Men. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Shoot>. <laughs> I like that women the win the second place uh, woman wins like a like a silver serving tray like what what a garbage tradition no that'd be great yeah, you just, for like, your tea you, set right you just throw that shit down like people come to the house and you put some champagne on it and you like lay it down on the table and people are like silver is, is that the your worst Wimbled- method. <laughs> is that the Wimbledon runner up tro- trophy oh yeah I use it to I use it to serve champagne on huh? whatever silver is the worst metal 
Don't it's, touch it or it'll look like hell in five days. It's the greatest of all industrial metals, silver is, and it's the worst of all the sort of decorative metals that you yes. can have like in your house. Yeah, no question about it. These are made all over the U.S., but mostly in Pennsylvania. What are they? Mostly light bulbs. Mm, pretzels. Pretzels. Uts. Uts is probably that sounds like Pennsylvania. Uts. All the rolled gold are made everywhere, but then like the good pretzels are only made in, in Pennsylvania. All right. Just like I saying, hate, I'm not. A, I'm not a pretzel guy. I'm not a. I'm not a bar pretzel guy. I, no. I like a soft pretzel. Like they make a, you thirsty. <laughs> more than fifty percent of us say we feel more comfortable at a hotel if it has this air conditioning, clean, well maintained carpet. <laughs> Man, that's that's no that's no hotel. That's no that's certainly no hotel I stay at. Oh, I so I think I might have told this story before, but like I wore a pair of brand new Jordans to our like sales kickoff last time we did like a you know, I actually was in person and I only wore them in the hotel and they were so dirty. <laughs> like they never went outside and they were disgusting by the time by the end of the night. And I was like, Wow, this is really gross because that's hey. just walking around the hotel carpet. We don't trust, we, I don't, like, our family has a very deep distrust of hotel carpet yeah. and and the top layer of the bed. Like, that, whatever is the, whatever's on top of the bed, that thing needs to go, go away quickly. And then, like, <laughs> I'll trust the sheets and that, that first blanket, but the thing that covers the bed, that thing needs to, that needs to go. Okay. I think that's a common feeling. Yeah. 45% of people who exercise regularly say they do this at least once a week. Um, cardio. Exercise with their dog. How many people? 45%. Of the exercisers. Of the exercisers with dogs? No, of the, (laughs) well, (laughs) there's, there's no, uh, confounding data associated with the question here. I have, I'm having trouble believing that 45% of exercisers have dogs. That's all. Really? It's an outdoor lifestyle, like an active out of, lifestyle kind of pet. Out of have. All the people, all the people who exercise in the world, like forty-five I mean, percent of them have dogs. I assume this is just Americans. I, 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 <laughs> America. All right, whatever. I don't have the methodology here, Chris. I'm sorry. I just find it. I find that one dubious. Hey, what? This is weird. Nearly thirty percent of people pulled. I don't know why I went. Hey, <laughs> and we all know how painful that can be. <laughs> Nearly thirty percent of people pulled say they do this every day of their life. Well, jerk off in the shower. <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> Eat candy. Oh my god, you candy people! Every day of their life. That's what it says. I think I, I have to hit the. I think I have to hit the button. Why are we still here? Just to suffer. <laughs> Seemed appropriate. Eighty <laughs> percent of us have done this in the past year. Um, gotten a vac- gotten the COVID vaccine. Okay, done a favor for a neighbor. You have eighty percent. No, <laughs> <laughs> I know sure as hell you ain't that person. You ain't you ain't that. Don't knock on my door. <laughs> I have done a I have done a favor for my my neighbor neighbor Dave in the last year. Uh huh. Yeah. Look, I'm only the 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 guy next door died, and I don't know who lives there now. (laughs) R.I.P. Sorry to him. (laughs) Sorry to this man. (laughs) The 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 dirt bike people 
It's a tete-a-tete at best. <laughs> the guy across the street won't take me to the country club. Fuck them all. <laughs> <laughs> no favors for you, That's sons right. of bitches. <laughs> you can buy a year's worth of this for less than a dollar. Candy, apparently. <laughs> that would be a reasonable guess. Enough electricity to charge your phone every night. For a dollar? Less than a dollar for a year's worth of electricity to charge your phone every night. Hmm. Okay. If you are average, you have at least six of these right now. Moles on your body. (laughs) (laughs) And you should get those checked regularly, people. Don't, Don't let them get bumpy or out of shape or discolored. Unread emails in your personal inbox. How many? Six. Oh, so please. Do you six. know how many are in my personal inbox? <laughs> Guess. 60,000? <laughs> 16. Unread? 1,600. Oh, yeah, and 50 unread messages. <laughs> That's a little more like That's only six. in the main, like my main one, too. Like there, I have two other accounts. <laughs> Give me a, a six. Get out of here with that. Six is crazy. Please. Even my work one has like 50 unread messages <laughs> in it. More than half of us do this when we go to the grocery store. Um, use the restroom. Go down every aisle. What? No wonder it's so terrible. <laughs> just God. buy the shit you need. Yeah, make a list. <laughs> well, it's just like, I, I'm like, oh, I'm bored. I just go to the store and like browse at the grocery store. <laughs> Every aisle, every aisle puts you in more danger that you're, the longer you're in that store, the more the danger. It's not even that. I mean, I'm talking about even before the before (laughs) times, like I I have a hard enough time making sure that we meal plan effectively. They don't have to throw food away. I'm not buying any extra stuff. (laughs) Need some more of that string cheese. Let me go down that aisle. Of course you have to go down that aisle. That's where the butter and the yogurt is. (laughs) Right. Uh, 80%. No, I did that one. Sorry. Is that a repeat? Yes. Okay. Sorry. It's on here twice. The, the favor for a neighbor thing. All right. Finally, this is it. Last one. All right. Average person spends 49 minutes per week doing this. Washing their dishes. Looking for something to watch on TV. (laughs) That's such a, that's the more shit there is to watch, the harder it is. I'm, I'm pretty good about it because I, I, you know, I know what I need to watch and I'm behind, I'm a little bit behind on everything. So it's pretty easy for, I mean, I just wrapped up moon Knight. I had to watch two episodes tonight just to wrap the whole thing up. Cause I didn't watch it last week, but I can see where people could just get lost in the, in the Netflix and the just oh, yeah. front pages. Just like, yeah, I have no idea. It's like, I've done it every once in a while, but I don't know. Not anymore. Now I'm so far behind. I'll never catch up. Like, like now it's like an hour a week, an hour a week. People like surf the menu to watch stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I guess this is why, this is why actual channel surfing is much better. You just, you just jump onto a show halfway in and just watch it. I can't make a decision. (laughs) Live sports, (laughs) live sports always helps. Oh my God. We just did who knew. And I completely forgot about this. Oh, (laughs) thank God. (laughs) Because all it would be is a segment of that sound. Because I don't get any of these right. I never get any of these right. It's You've gotten at least one or three correct in the in the six ballpark. Like I ballpark, I ballpark two out of like twenty every time we do this. 
Pretty much. Oh. Anyway. I should get drunk. Maybe I should do, I'd do better if I like got really wasted and then did this. I mean, it's the thing when you're like, you think that 20% of people can tap dance. <laughs> it's really holding you back. You know, I, you know, it's like, I mean, I watched too much fame when I was young. Maybe like, you know, people, I watched too many musicals where like a whole town just breaks into like song and dance, like during right. the, during the, during the, during the, the program. You're going to laugh. I'm sitting here waiting for you to wrap the show up. And I forget that that's something I do every time. <laughs> <laughs> See people we're we'll get this figured out. You stick with us. Uh, things will happen better. Uh, we promise. Uh, let's hope. Let's hope we're funny enough to just be discombobulated. Cause apparently that's what we got. <laughs> we're going to smooth this out. It's going to get, it's going to get better. It's going to get, it's going to get tighter. We promise. on the plus side, we gave you 72 minutes of it. <laughs> that's our show. Our thanks to all of you for listening to the two on three pod where we still endlessly pursue life's ideal recipe. Subscribe, review, tell your friends and your enemies, meet us here sometime in the near future. Two weeks, I guess is what uh, we settled on. Let's hopefully the internet will stay up for more of the same, maybe something new, but until then, peace. <laughs>